1: .fm to get started. Peace.
0: Today's show is sponsored by Faithful Counseling. Get the help that you need right now directly at your house, wherever you're at. No big deal. (laughs) Go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to learn more about Faithful Counseling. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage Radio. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. Good
1: morning, my friends. My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and a marriage expert. Welcome to Anatomy of Marriage Podcast, where you're going to get real help for real couples because we went through, through some stuff. And welcome to the show.
0: If you're new here, we are so glad that you're joining us. Like Seth said, we have real help for real couples because we had a really terrible marriage and we don't want that for you or your life. We go live on Facebook, Instagram, and maybe YouTube on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and we talk about things that matter to you and we answer your questions. Mm. And today we are talking about Why do I have such high expectations for my spouse and not for myself? And this is a question that was actually in the Anatomy of Marriage women's group. So Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to answer that one. But before we do that, we're going to do our pigs, which we do every single day. What are, are pigs, Mel? They are prayer, intention, and gratitudes. And we encourage you to do these with your spouse. They're a simple, fast way to connect and all of that jazz. And they help your marriage. They help your marriage. What helps your marriage? Pigs help your marriage. Do your freaking pigs.
1: That's right. I'm ready to to connect. Okay. Oh,
0: let's do this. I'm ready to connect. Okay. You (laughs) want to pray?
1: Yeah. Thank you, God, creator, for your blessings. Thank you for this day. Thank you for the uh, show and how it helps us to talk and process through our stuff. And I'm very thankful that it helps other people as well. May our words help us and other people today. Thank you, God, for our kids and our blessings. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Intention. We're holding hands. Oh my gosh! I thought you were looking at something.
1: <laughs> I found a giant spider in here yesterday. I believe it. And I crunched it.
0: This we live in Spiderville, USA. That's, that's for right. sure. Um, so, what are your intentions for today, relationally? Oh. These relational oh, oh, intentions oh. intentions are Eesh. the way you want to behave relationally in your marriage today. So that could mm-hmm. be something like I want to be more loving, or I want mm-hmm. to be more receptive, or sensitive, or mm-hmm. attune more to my partner. So, what are your intentions relationally?
1: <laughs> That's I'm thinking about it, right? I guess. I want to check in with you and go, girlfriend, you do a lot around the house. You're very intentional. Thank you for that. I want I want you to feel like a million bucks when I come to you and ask you things and just look into your eyes. I'm serious.
0: Like when you said this morning, I like it when the house is warm. And that was it. I didn't feel like a million bucks then. Banana we can breath. talk
1: about that banana breath.
0: Anyway, what are I like your intentions? that. Same. I think my intention is to you bring it. You can't steal mine. No, when I bring it, you get it. And that's my intention. I mm. intend on bringing it today. I've been bringing it every day. And All I right. intend to keep on doing the same. <laughs> uh, intention, gratitude. Perfect. I am very thankful that. So, one, you took in the van, Levan. Oh, right. Le van Dolph the Gray yes. to get fixed because yes. his heater is broken. And so I'm very thankful for that. But more. Thankful I am that you got the rental car. <laughs> so we have a rental like a loner. But mm-hmm. it's a Jeep, mm-hmm. uh like a new one. And it was so it's funny. It's not a
1: loner, it's fifty dollars a day. I, I'm wait, like, I don't,
0: don't worry about it. So you brought it. It was right. so funny because you brought the loner car. You drove it to the back of the house like in the grass, right. which was hilarious. And the kids are freaking out. They're like, oh and then I look out the window you, and you're driving that you saw that. Like all the way around the edge of the property. with the, I knew they loved it. and they so did. Thank you for we being were driving through such trees a fun dad. Oh, yeah. yeah so no, I saw that it. That was fun. It was very That's my cute. dream.
1: My favorite thing is just to drive a car. Uh, uh, well, I like off-roading, like four by four. Bronco
0: twenty twenty one. Well,
1: off-roading, but I'm just talking about driving in the yard. Mm -hmm. That I just think it's fun. You're going slow like a grandma. It was so so funny. Anyway, I'm grateful for all the stuff that you do around the house. And one of my, you did something. Oh, geez. Oh, I can't think of it, but I'm thankful for oh, it. Oh, I don't know. I'll I cleaned the
0: entire house yesterday.
1: Yes, thank you for that, too.
0: Maybe that. So. Maybe, oh, I painted the side of the house that I was I don't think pigs are supposed you. to go this way. <laughs> <laughs> Prayer, Any- anyway. intention, gratitude, and gotcha.
1: Yeah, I gotcha. Okay. okay. So All right, so let's bring it. Let's do the question today. This is a good one, and I have some stuff to say about it.
0: So. All right, let me get there. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> this question was sent in
1: What's up, by a listener.
0: You can send your questions into hello at anatomyofmarriage.com and y'all do that all the time. We're thankful for that. Um, But yeah, get your question answered there. So it says, Why do I have such high expectations for my spouse? Expectations Mm. that I can't even maintain or expect myself to attain. It breeds frustration, resentment, and guilt.
1: Mm. So this is coming from a wife to a husband, Mm -hmm. right? So I think it's important that it's from the wife to the husband, right? And this begins, in my opinion, with... You person are frustrated with yourself, mm-hmm. and you are projecting what you want or what you can't seem to do for yourself onto your husband. Understand what I'm saying?
0: Sure. Keep talking. I don't know if I agree, but keep talking. Okay. Uh,
1: l- let's think about this. So we want we want better for our kids, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes kids get pushed and. Uh, um really strongly encouraged like okay be better make go- you got to do your homework you uh-huh. got to do this you got to do that that's because we ourselves maybe feel like a failure or knew that we could work harder in oh, certain areas mm-hmm. so we push our kids be like you're not going to do this you're not going to you know smoke mm-hmm. weed when you were 11 or whatever you know what i'm saying right. i just sounded like a larry hagner when i was whispering like that <laughs> <laughs> The Dad Edge podcast, by the way. Go check that out. They're awesome. He's He's awesome. Uh, So that's why I'm saying like, okay, you you are – so I think this has a lot of Mm self-reflection to do. I think it has a lot of comparison because uh, it can go both ways. Like you're seeing the other – you're comparing your husband to other men out there and Mm -hmm. stuff. Like you can do better. You're doing this. I'm not satisfied with this because one of two reasons your husband really can do a lot more right? or you are comparing and you're not happy with yourself and you're not happy with your marriage and that so you are putting it on someone else to do the work to make you satisfied and that's not okay, Mm -hmm. right? Or it could be the exact opposite of that. Like, I know that my husband can do this. I'm pushing him harder and harder and harder because I've seen it before. I got a glimpse of it and he is not doing it now, Yeah, which I think wives tend to do that. You definitely do.
0: I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> no, just kidding.
1: So what is your anti-my response? Well,
0: it's not anti-your response. It's more like I think that there is – I think there's a double-edged swordness happening here. And when – Rated sex, And this is uh, – We know this from season one where we interviewed Science Mike mm-hmm. and, on the Science of Love episode and Dr. Dan Siegel. Hashtag nerd crush. And they talk about this idea that you have – that that um what is it in the the drug the chemical
1: phenylethylamine feth-
0: f- <laughs> phenylethylamine mm-hmm. uh, makes people act more loving to mm-hmm. their partner. Mm-hmm. It's like a burst. Okay, it's like the rocket boosters on a spaceship. Right, it's the first like. The thrust, oh. uh, the first boost that make you like it makes you write love letters and be cutesy and all of this stuff. So you are literally showing your future potential spouse the. Absolute best of right. you. I wrote you a letter. I called you it's to the make first sure. First thrust
1: into the penetration of okay. outer space. Yeah, that's, that, enough. Right? that's okay. enough. Okay, okay. I'm just making but sure. But so
0: <laughs> it is the first. Literally, it's like you are your your biology is mm-hmm. hacking your brain and all of the things, and it's like be extra nice, be extra loving because you're trying to mm. get that mate for life, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so what happens is that. After that, it's, I think, a six-month mm. to two-year window, mm-hmm. that phenylethylamine goes, meow, mm. right? It, right? It releases its boosters. Okay, I get, somewhere what, I in get the where stratosphere, you're going with this. Yeah. And then what happens is the wife and, I mean, both partners are like, wait a minute, you used to mm-hmm. fill in the blank. You used to, you oh used gosh. to. Oh, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you used to, Now that's going to be in my head all day. Anyway, it's a great song. You used to. We that do that funny? all the time. Like,
1: you used to, you. okay, okay,
0: that's enough. Great. <laughs> I
1: could just hear myself saying that it all day. It's very funny. I'm gonna listen to the podcast. Don't do don't it. So,
0: <laughs> so, anyway, the phenylethylamine drops off, mm-hmm. and you now start to be like, wait, why don't you do that anymore? Wait, you used to like mm-hmm. write me love letters and don't. <laughs> and, uh, like, At times in the past, you had, you you know, done all these sweet things, and Mm -hmm. like, what's the word? Like you were really engaged with foreplay. You were chasing it. Yes, you were chasing that person, and so
1: it's like a deer in in rut. Right, that buck is chasing that doe all around. He's not going to eat. He doesn't care. That's when they all get shot because they don't.
0: (laughs) They don't. They don't think about (laughs) anything else.
1: Yeah, they don't. There's a big booty. (laughs) So.
0: So anyway, mm-hmm. that is there's so that's why I'm saying it's a double-edged sword because women, I'm going to s- just speak from the women's perspective because my goodness, this mm-hmm. is like all of my lady clients, if it's not you, don't get mad at me. But it's myself, it's all of my friends mm-hmm. are like, "What the crap?" And then mm-hmm. they have so then what happens is they go, "Well, he he used to be that way. He he did it in the past. Mm-hmm. He can do it again." So then Mm. They turn on their double boosts. I mm. don't know what's another rocket turn? The
1: pursuer. Okay, I'm gonna make okay. him do this, and that is the worst effing thing hey, ever. Don't say that. You cussed last week on the but show, I didn't girl. Say
0: that. That's a sin. Freaking. So it's flipping. It's the word is flipping.
1: flipping. So then you put on the pursued distancer dynamic, and then the guy's like, "Girl." chill right and right? we'll get
0: more into it in a minute bill's got something to say bill morning, i love bill. it
1: because could bill... this
0: be a social uh, societal issue sorry uh, whip whip ricky martin popped in could this be a societal <laughs> issue women have been brought up with the idea that marriage is the end all be all and that a man will, uh, a man will make them happy when men don't meet those expectations there's a disappointment perhaps the reality of marriage isn't what she expected yeah i think there's a part of Definitely. that too um uh-huh.
1: For the for the guys too,
0: right? And yes, and Mm -hmm. we'll talk about that. But so going back to the initial question, why are my expectations of my husband so high, even things I can't attain? Mm -hmm. And I think that from a woman's perspective, it's gonna. It's. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Mm -hmm. It's what most women think. If we just buckle down and do this together, we can succeed. Oh, and so they have together,
1: together. But you know what a guy thinks? (laughs) What white knuckle it. I'm going to do it alone. Right. Right? Oh, that's crazy. So... F- 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 f-
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Talk. So... <laughs> <You turned laughs> so right. so fe-
1: females are like, okay, yeah, let's do this together. Come on, Seth. Let's do this. We can... And I'm like...
0: Right. You hate it when I do that.
1: Let me breathe. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, geez.
0: Just when you said that, it made me mad. Let me breathe. But it's, anyway... It's true. But so... so
1: okay yeah that's really interesting so go ahead sorry
0: i just think there's a dynamic that happens where women go well he was when i when i first started dating him Mm. he had you know like all these possibilities and he was going to be all these things and he had these dreams and he wrote me letters and he did all these things Mm -hmm. and what happened and that's what women think and Mm -hmm. we're over here and again generalizing don't write me an email saying i'm a feminist b or whatever but women are over here like having babies and doing just like slogging through mud mm-hmm. metaphorically like this is hard work right what the crap and i'm and trying to That's
1: when they need the help and connection let's do this together The, at most. the most point in and that's life.
0: when husbands are like
1: peace Whoa. out i procreated right dropped it leaving
0: okay and so it's really double-edged because mm-hmm. the Double wife edgy. is like i need help I've seen you do this before. You're so amazing when we were dating. You were so mm. awesome. When you when we talk, when we got pregnant, you were so mm-hmm. excited. And now, like, and hashtag, this is the stupidest thing that happens. I'm going to say this. It's not related, but it is. Uh-oh. If your wife is pregnant or has recently given birth, do not confess to lying and looking at pornography, you dingbat. <laughs> you know how many times people, I mean, it's so stupid. Right. So it's like the I'm going to push
1: back on you, right? There's something in a guy that goes, "Oh, I got to get my S together.
0: Let me drop this idiot bomb on my wife and make no, her deal with that no, too. No, I
1: got to get my S together. Let me clean the slate because that is the right thing to clean do. Clean it
0: with a therapist. You look at me with those eyes. Oh, they're beautiful eyes. Oh, uh, but I think it's a a double edged sword in that mm-hmm. way that there's a there's a chemical component to it. Right. There is a societal component to it, but also it's it's sort of Built off of our own expectations of the, um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. There's, um, there's our own expectation of. But wait, the dreams we had before we had kids, mm-hmm. when we were young and free, and didn't have any responsibilities. We had no mortgage. We had no car payment. We had no like anything. We didn't mm-hmm. have like a well that we had to take care of. And
1: I was thinking this. Yeah, okay, okay, think- hold on. Don't you interrupt me? Oh man. So I okay. think
0: the I think that that is the part of it where we have seen that the hope and the excitement that was there, mm-hmm. but then there is like a literal biology, like a biological chemical drop off, and mm-hmm. just go. And so the men are like, oh, I'm doing what I'm doing. I, now I take care of you. I already caught you. Mm-hmm. Now I'm taking care of you. So we do have to address why this makes the expectation mm-hmm. different. Because I do think that women do so much more like drudgery mm-hmm. at home typically than men do. Typically, typically do not send me an email mm-hmm. about this. Um, and Some so- guys are going
1: to hear that and say, you are bonkers. Do you know how much I hate my life and at, my at your job, job. Yes, yeah. Right, but then the lady says, "Well, at least you get to leave the house." Yes, exactly. But then, but then the guy goes, "You know, working with Susie and Bob and you know right. Joe over here is not anything pleasurable. Yes. So yeah. you don't know what you're talking about. I'm making all this money or trying to right. to to bring it home. Right. So it's like, okay, and and the worst thing couples can do is uh what is it it's a uh, well we talked about it last week like oh my pile of s oh is yeah way bigger than yeah. yours and it's like look okay, at how bad i have so it. what do you both want oh yeah congratulations you win your s pile is right. two feet taller than mine okay where does that get us it In gets us stinkville nowhere. usa yeah <laughs> moved to stinkville usa <laughs> I'm not, yes. right? So the key about that is communication and not, not trying to outdo one another. It's right. not a competition. Mm-hmm. My day was way crappier than right. yours, so I win, so I get to deserve, I deserve to sit on the couch and right. drink a beer, you mm-hmm. know? Oh, okay, great. You gave that to me. I don't know. Or you get to go do what you want to. No. Hobby Lobby? Yeah. But how about, what if you acknowledge each other's S-Pile right. and go, I understand. that must be really hard. You mm-hmm. know what? But then the other person has yeah, you know compacted
0: what? Compacted
1: S. <laughs> right, no, not compacted S. <laughs> then the other person has to go, "Yeah, I I could I could imagine it being hard out there, right, you know, dealing right. with Joe's bull crap all day." Or, and I will or say
0: this because it typically is the wife doing this more, so it's probably more that the stay-at-home parent, the stay-at-home partner does this the most because when you're at home, it's the one place you're together where you can have like a joint mission. Right. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. like when you're at work, you can't ask me to do anything. Right. I'm at home. We're not together. Right. Mm -hmm. But at home, I can go, hey, see the paint? You didn't paint the corner of the house. Hey, mm-hmm. see the thing on the whatever? And that, mm-hmm. that vent is broken. So I can have a like laundry list as long as my arm of things that I stare at all day mm-hmm. while I'm taking care of our kids or right. while I wash the bathtub. Look, the caulking there is tearing out and mm-hmm. it's getting moldy and Seth doesn't care. And he doesn't... Uh, right? right? So we have this like thing in our head all the time. Quit. And it, it does not help this part of the equation because... Our expectation is when he comes home, he's going to help me as much as I'm doing that stuff here, mm-hmm. and it kind of it backfires. Mm-hmm. So there's a way to work around it, but what does this say?
1: Somebody says there are many women who do both work and all the drudgery at home. Yes, yes, I mean single it's, moms with kids.
0: What is that Sheesh. called? They say it's the unpaid. What is it called? Uh, Brene Brown talked about it the other day. It's second shift. It's, like it's, it's the unpaid second, second shift.
1: Second shift. And now they say mm-hmm. there's
0: an unpaid third shift because mm-hmm. of COVID stuff. Mostly it's moms right. who are t- doing the homeschooling crap mm-hmm. or the distance learning stuff and they're parenting and they work. Mm-hmm. So that so, so you're, this not, is,
1: you're not saying just like, oh yeah, mostly moms and this is all about moms. It's statistically right. that's the case. Yes. And
0: right. the thing I will say about it is again, when this is something that, as a female, again generalizing here, as a stay-at-home parent, as the one who is in the house all the time doing all of that really hard, like slogging through life, diapers, cleaning mm. pee off the toilet that mm-hmm. isn't yours for mm-hmm. the you know thirteenth year in a row, um, there becomes this very overwhelming sense of like pointlessness like Mm. no one gives a crap about me right and so what happens is i think when women are not uh what's the word like if you're not like a um brain power no i'm trying to think what the word is like if you're not sort of a like oh everything is so hard like a whiny baby Mm -hmm. if you're if you're a driven woman it turns into expectations Mm. so here's the i think the kind of the crux if a woman is not driven and she's a victim.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It will turn into complaints. Ah, you never do this, mm-hmm. uh, right? It'll turn. So into you're complaints. saying that
1: this woman is driven? Then
0: probably. Hmm. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but that's how mm-hmm. I'm. From the people I've worked with, the clients I've worked with, the mm-hmm. friends I've had, the people I know, my mom. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, my sister, whatever. Like from people I know, mm-hmm. if you're driven, you're what could turn into a complaint in a lazy lady. Not mm-hmm. that you're lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, turns into a to-do list.
1: Uh, yeah, or Expectations. Uh, uh, an unrealistic expectation, right? So it's not uh,
0: unrealistic. Ladies do all sorts. Like, yeah, uh, it's not unrealistic. <clears throat> it was not unrealistic of you to have painted the corner of the flippin' house for four months. I gave, I told you, literally, right? Four months. I reminded you every two weeks. Can you right. please paint the house? Can you please paint? And you didn't. Right. So I literally painted the house in like so fifty degrees. You were not. Saying you were at Bakery Nouveau making calories in your butt. <laughs> 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 butt calories. Gross. Um, anyway, but, so and that's the thing. Uh-huh. So that's where it gets really frustrating and annoying because a lady so, can do it.
1: Here's the crux of this question. I'm so I, mad. I know I put uh, expectations on him that I can't even attain myself.
0: I can attain him. Watch no, me. No, no, no.
1: This lady. No,
0: I'm so mad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this lady is yes. saying that. So I, as a therapist, I ask the question. Oh, wait a minute. Right. Okay. Then, then what? What is it? Are you just not in reality for a minute? Right. We have these high expectations that are just like, oh, no, that that's not doable. So I would ask you to look at your own expectations. Where are you setting the bar too high? And the idea, so a lot of driven people go, I'll set the bar to a million, right. and I only hit nine hundred ninety nine thousand. Oh, geez, then you're only looking at that one thousand, right? right? So what if if we're looking at it from a deficit perspective? Like, okay, I can set super high lofty goals, you know, uh, shoot for the stars. If you hit the moon, you'll succeed anyway. (laughs) And you might hit
0: the moon. Right? Kind of thing. Uh,
1: But just get in reality, right? Yeah. And and I'm asking that if if I had a client who wanted to get in shape and they said, well, I'm, uh, you know, a a job, a, a truck driver or a person that sits literally in a desk all day. But I want to work out four hours a day. I'm like, well, wait a minute. I don't know if that's going right. to work out be for possible. you. I don't know how that's going to be possible. So that's not saying, oh, you can't do it. It's just simply saying, let's let's get right. things in perspective here. <clears throat> so I would ask this person that. What lofty goals are you putting on yourself that you can't even hit? Maybe they're too high or maybe you need to tweak some stuff. Yeah. And the goals aren't too high, but you're not doing Things that we get, you know, nothing changes if if nothing changes. Ah,
0: stop talking! I want to say something and drive me crazy.
1: We're gonna get a review about that.
0: We probably will. No one reviews Seth's dingbat stories, but everybody got to tell me what I'm doing wrong. Emily Nagoski needs to know about this.
1: Oh please,
0: <laughs> don't say that. Anyway, so um, I the way that I look at it, like you're saying, <laughs> is I think overly expecting things from your spouse comes from not having a clear vision mm. uh, and clear plan of what mm-hmm. your expectations ought to be and should be in your marriage. Right. Here's the solution. Les solution mm. is um, you sit down and have a conversation about it. You don't sit down with your to-do list. Mm. You sit down and you say, hey, I'm noticing, spouse, mm. that I'm expecting a lot of you. And if you can do that, you are awesome because that takes a lot of self-awareness and humility. So you could say, man, I'm really noticing. You you I have, if you can't, you're me. <laughs> no, I have a lot of, I have overly, high, it. stop it. I have overly high expectations. Mm-hmm. And so what does that say? Well, hold on. I don't want to get sidetracked because this is a solution. solution is you sit down and you have a conversation about what are the expectations for? What are your goals together? And mm-hmm. then you map out. So you got to get your bigger vision, right? So right now, right. Seth and I are building a business, a-O-M a business, is a... my
1: business.
0: Oh, that's a good one. We're building a business. And so we have to make sure that our expectations and our... Um, that all of the things line up to point to what we want as our goal. So that's mm-hmm. a family goal. That's like just general life stuff. Mm-hmm. Our home and then our business. If my expectation is that Seth is waxing the van... Like, <laughs> wax the van, make it polished, like shine. That doesn't line up for any, literally mm-hmm. any of our goals. It
1: would be incongruent. It wouldn't
0: make any sense. So you have to start at zero. And yes, it's communication. So what are these things? Bill say?
1: says, we couples need to learn to celebrate the small wins. Absolutely.
0: Is there more uh, on that?
1: Gottman's ratio of marriage success is five to one, oh, right? Uh, five positives it's, to one negative. Right. And says, if you're celebrating five wins to one something not a win then you're doing good lost
0: Uh, men need encouragement not nagging yes with noticing what's being done right we will work harder to do better Mm -hmm. when we are told that we aren't doing enough we throw up our hands and just say why even try I want to talk about that because that is brilliant and
1: what told that we're uh, we, we will work harder to do better when we're being told and I've told you this before it's like men are like dogs right not, I was literally not, not just going to say that, really? but you interrupted me. Like, a, a, If you have a, a retriever or like, okay, Doug, our dog, will play and kick the soccer ball for hours and hours right. and hours, right? Oh, good
0: boy, love.
1: All this encouragement stuff. Even a dog does it, ladies. Right.
0: right. and, and but It's really weird because uh, when we have clients who are very angry at their husbands mm. and they want more from their husbands, but their husbands tell Seth, Well, she just tells me she's super critical. All Mm -hmm. she does is tell me what I do wrong. Mm -hmm. What is happening there is, again, it's a double edged sword. Mm -hmm. I think it's the work of the devil. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. Let me give you the solution. El Diablo. If you interrupt me one more time,
1: listen, so you need a soft mallet to smack you. You have to cut the S out because what your wife is saying is real. And ladies, quit being a B. You're not going to, you're falling into the pursuer distancer dynamic. And when Melanie is coming at me sideways, I'm like,
0: it's a trap. But please. Oh, right. It, it really is, it um, is a trap. the worst double edged sword ever because all the women are saying is, I know my husband is amazing. And if you get them to be soft, if you get a woman to like take down her like point, pointy wall of doom, mm-hmm. she will tell you, he used to be so kind and he was so loving and he mm. was all these things. And then we had kids and now he makes me feel bad and he doesn't help with anything. So there's a very sad woman behind a wall of expectations thinking, well, he's not going to love me. At least he'll scrub the effing floor. Mm -hmm. Pardon my language. Um, And so what happens is then Mm -hmm. the wife does not say it in a way that's loving. She's like, scrub the freaking floor. Mm -hmm. I wipe butts all day. Why aren't you doing blah, blah, blah. And then they wonder why
1: their husband doesn't come back soft. Then the man scrubs
0: the floor and the wife goes, you didn't do it right.
1: It's like the Madonna pointy bra, you know, (laughs) right? (laughs) Yeah. Ladies, take off your Madonna bra. (laughs) Put on that soft bra. Oh,
0: gosh. Uh, Let's see. Trust me. Yes, but I do want to say to what Bill is saying, when men are told that we aren't doing enough or you're not doing it right, Mm -hmm. they want to throw in the towel and say, why even try? So here's the thing, ladies. If you realize that your expectations are too high, if you find yourself nagging your husband about things literally every day, Mm. if you find yourself cutting him down, criticizing him, um, saying, well, why didn't you do it that way or whatever, you are shooting yourself in the foot Mm -hmm. you will never get to where you want to go and like seth said the the idea that men are like dogs is not a a bad mean it's not a diss dogs are wonderful there's probably nothing better than a dog they're man's best friend they're woman's best friend but a dog (laughs) is when you kick a dog what does it do it leaves. It runs away. It bites mm-hmm. you. But when you pet a dog and feed it and play with it, what does it do? It loves you forever and ever back, and ever. Right. And, and it looks at you with lovely dog eyes. It's loyal. It's loyal. So it's the same concept. Um, and I'm going to keep talking about this. Okay, for me, it's easy to see deficits in my husband instead of instead
1: of, of looking, looking at what looking at me. What I dislike about me, I too clearly oh. in my honey.
0: Yeah. I see too clearly in my honey. Yes. That's right. So I, I agree. And again, I go back to this idea that to, to fix this problem, this idea of too many expectations or like you're nitpicking your husband all the time or, mm-hmm. or your wife or whatever. They literally have a flipping meeting about your expectations and your goals and your long-term dreams. We do this. We do this. Mm-hmm. I went to my parents' house and I printed off. Oh, right. A barn home,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a Porsche. <laughs> what else do we have? A bunny hutch for our daughter. I printed off a house, mm-hmm. a swimming pool for a vision board. Right. We have conversations about what we want our future to look like. We don't hope it happens. We we are making it happen. Mm-hmm. That includes how we talk to one another. That vision board is a like a beacon. We called it our North Star. Mm-hmm. We, we need a North Star to remind us what we're doing. If you don't have these conversations and you have no North Star, especially women, we will frantically start like we're drowning. You get
1: in panic mode. Yes. Ah, Yes. Oh, gosh. What's going on? Mm -hmm. Blah, blah, blah. All this stuff. And then we think, hey, husband, Mm -hmm. that gets better. Right. But no, it doesn't. Right. You know, even the Bible talks about a man is better off living on the corner corner of corner of a roof. Than to be with a nagging wife.
0: Yes. I think that's so funny that it's in the Bible. (laughs) Like a lady who nags is like a dripping bucket of water or whatever. It's so funny. Uh, But yes, so I want to talk about this idea more and give you tips and ways to like deal with this because it's always easier to see the problem in somebody else than it is to see in you. Mm -hmm. If you don't know that you're doing this, record yourself. Set up a camera and record yourself and Mm. see how you talk to your spouse when they come home. Reread your texts. Make you're a, in a podcast about it. Sheesh, yeah, it. You know, record podcast. your fights
1: and then listen back to it. Mm-hmm. It is very humbling, and it, it it does two things. It you can either be wise about it and go, "Oh gosh, yes, I do sound like a douche. I do sound like a jerk." A shower, uh, yeah. Or sometimes, and this happened uh, when when we kind of weaponized it. See. You were being an idiot there, Melanie. Right. You know what I'm saying. And Mm -hmm. so you can't do that. This is for your. What is it? Your own self admonition, if if that's even the right word, uh, for you to grow and critique yourself. You know, you can't go sneaking around recording your spouse. You know, I'm gonna record Melanie and go. Hey, listen to you, B. Right.
0: Don't weaponize anything, basically. Yeah. Um, and I do think there's an element of control. Like I said, it's it's almost like panic mode for wives. Mm-hmm. This can be true for husbands. But when you feel like you have no control. So I'm going to put myself back into like when our kids were little. Mm. Let's say Hattie was a newborn and Mariner and Tuff were like three and four. And they mm-hmm. were crazy as crap. Mm. And I've got a newborn and all these kids. And it just felt... I felt like I was <clears throat> absolutely... I had no... Say in anything in my life, like I'm just changing diapers all day long, stopping kids from fighting, cleaning up like spaghetti noodles a thousand times, mm-hmm. and the dog is like pooping on something. You, mm-hmm. you just feel like you're stuck, and so there's an element of if I can, a, 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 like there's a smidgen of maybe hope. It's it's sort of like misplaced hope, but like. Mm-hmm. If Seth would just do these things, I'll feel better. I'll Mm -hmm. feel better. Mm -hmm. I'll feel less like I'm drowning Mm -hmm. if Seth will just fix the toilet and do the thing. And and my list of expectations is so high of him because I I feel like I'm drowning. No.
1: Has there literally been anything in our marriage that you were just, if Seth just does this and then I did it and like a rainbow appeared and stars Uh, opened up?
0: All I ever did was walk behind you and go, uh, that's how you fold a towel?
1: Right. Right. So how do you think everybody is gonna fit in the cabinet, dudes, ladies? Listen to this. So you're saying that there has never been a thing that I just go click, and you're like, oh. "Yeah, boyfriend, thank you so much."
0: Yeah, yeah. You're,
1: I'm so happy now. Mm-hmm. This solved you know five years worth of problems. Right.
0: Let's say it right? one more time.
1: So what does that tell you? Yeah. There and I I do not. Oh my gosh. So okay, there have been times when. And maybe this has been for you, like I like give you a surprise and just make you feel so lovely and special, right? Mm -hmm. That's probably happened in our marriage, right? Yes, (laughs) to some degree. Yes, and that did not make your all your problems go away. No, that made you feel like a million bucks in the time, or made you feel happy. And Mm -hmm. I, I can think of like there have been times where you just say, "All right, sex time," right? I'm like, "Sweet," right? That, although that is awesome and great that does not erase future problems right you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. let's get it in our head everybody listening who has shoulders and ears <laughs> your wife n- not doing or doing a certain thing your husband doing or not doing a certain thing is not going to solve your problems right it's just like the lottery.
0: Oh, right. if I
1: could only win that ten thousand dollars, if I could only win that two million dollars, I'd be set. But all the research says in about I think two to five years, those multi million dollar lottery winners mm-hmm. are just as poor
0: they go right as back. they were yeah. before. They go right back to where they were.
1: So it's not a money problem. It's not a our marriage problem. It's a, it's a you problem. Yeah. Oh, I'm preaching. <laughs> I'm for real. It's a you problem. Right? And if you want to get down and dirty to the nitty gritty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Best movie ever. Then
1: email us at coaching at Because guess what? You get our laser focus attention on what you want to talk about. For an hour or well, actually for more than an hour a week. You get emails. You get texts. You get daily Voxer calls. Dude, what's going on? Let's check in with your crap. What are you doing? What are you not doing, right? And Melanie talks to the ladies the same way, and coaching freaking works. We hired another, well, our same coach, again, because we want, although things are good, we want to get up. We want to right. always be we elevating. Have yeah. We have a coach, right? So email us at coaching at Melanie, just tell me one thing about coaching that you are seeing with your female clients and how things are changing.
0: Oh, it's the coolest thing ever. I mean, we—I see transformation, and I always tell when I have a potential client call, it's always kind of awkward, and I say, I say something along the lines of, "I know you're hurting right now, but I'm really excited Mm -hmm. because I know that at the end of this, whatever, however many weeks, you will be a different person, and that is what opportunity, right? And I'm like, my clients literally, just the way they talk, the way that they think, is night and day from the time they start to the time that they end right their amount of hope that they have they start with no hope they start feeling mm-hmm. defeated and like plowed down and flattened by life or their spouse has confessed something awful or done something awful and they feel absolutely like well i've mm-hmm. just been crapped on i have i'm just staying for the kids like i have right. nothing and then at the end of this time we work with both of the mm-hmm both people and together and individually. And at the end, they're different people. And it's amazing. It's, it's absolutely amazing. But I will say this. It what's the screen doing over there. Who's doing all that crazy stuff. I don't know. Um, I will say this. If you are a person and you want your partner to go get coaching, but you won't do it, it's not going to work. Right. So there's a lot to be said for saying you need Mm -hmm. to change. You need to go. It'll
1: work for your, for the, for the partner. It'll work for the person doing the coaching?
0: I bet it won't even. <laughs> uh,
1: it will. I, I it, it will because there are cases. It'll help are, them, but it won't cases, help the person yeah. who's
0: not getting the coaching. Right. Both people in a, in a marriage need to have their butts handed to them. So mm. if you are a spouse saying, well, it'll be fine once you fix yourself,
1: mm-hmm.
0: ain't going to work, sweetie.
1: I, I talked to a potential client yesterday, and I, I told him, you know, the times when an older dude or somebody I respected or even a, a woman has handed my ass to me. Excuse
0: me. Your donkey? They gave you your donkey back?
1: Yeah. I'm just like looking for a donkey. Oh, there it is. Okay. Donkey! Uh, oh, geez. And um, those times when I was like, oh, you're 100% right. Right. Okay. How can I change? Right? So we're taking a pain point, giving you a solution, and then also giving you opportunity. This is a new opportunity to change yourself and to change your marriage. So if that sounds good to you, then let's bring it. Get ready for the financial and uh, time commitment. Right. And don't be don't be wasting my time playing around. Oh, I think it'd be cool. You know, can I yeah, pay I you know, $50? Yeah. No, you can't. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't, coaching would It would not serious. be impactful yeah. at all. It would be nothing. You wouldn't do it. Right. So email us at coaching at com. I had to throw that in there because it is important. Right. So,
0: but I, I want to say back to this idea. I think the solution truly is that you guys need to sit down and have a meeting about it. Um, because there's a thing, like I'm saying... Women Mm -hmm. get overwhelmed. We're stuck at home. And I know that some men are doing this and whatever, Mm -hmm. COVID, whatever. Everybody's stuck at home now. There's this frantic thing of like, everything would be better if the, you know, if the trim was dusted and the thing was this. And so we have these like expectations of perfection from our spouse. Mm -hmm. But really it's about having conversations around what is important to us? What do we value? Mm-hmm. What do we want more of in our life? What do we want less of in our life? Mm. And then working toward that. Cause I will tell you so many of our clients and the people we talk to, the wife is working at, 50,000 capacity Mm -hmm. and the husband goes to his job feels beat down like a dog Mm -hmm. and is working at like 2% capacity at home because he's Mm -hmm. like I don't even care about anything anymore my wife's gonna tell me I do it wrong her expectations of me are like through the roof Mm -hmm. I can't even start to start to get to those expectations so why even try Mm -hmm. she's gonna be at me anyway. She's going right. to tell me I did it wrong.
1: So And so we mm-hmm. need to
0: figure out a way to take this gigantic gap and go oop and get it back to the center. Right, exactly.
1: T- That's what I was going to say. Yeah. A a, a, a
0: Clean re- the slate.
1: Re- repave the road, brothers and sisters, and start at hard zero. Restart. A, a very, a very hard restart. And one thing that I wanted to say, it, it's not like I, I just do this one thing and poof, you're happy. Mm-hmm. However... Uh, it is oh, sometimes if I'm like a raging alcoholic and I'm like boom done forever right. and then I prove it to you yes. with my actions. Mm-hmm. So that, the types that type of behavior does change lives, does change marriages, mm-hmm. obviously. But if I also do a lot of small things incrementally, like oh now I pay attention to the pee drops on the seat, right, right. Okay, do that for a week, two, three, four, six months, right? Mm-hmm. If I pay attention to, hey, that thing that she's been asking me to do or I've been asking her to do for a long time, okay, I'm intentional. I'm, that's why pigs work, people. Mm-hmm. I'm intentional. I'm going to do that. Mm. Okay, what's the next one? Small incremental changes over time bring results, bring change. They build trust. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of couples come to us and say, yeah, everything is ruined. I trust him zero. I trust her zero. We're both bonkers. What do we do? Mm-hmm. Okay? Small increment. Changing isn't like, you suck. I'm um, the Coaching isn't like, you suck. You're the worst. Do this, do this, do this. Because that just is like more of the same of what we're hearing from our partner, right? Mm-hmm. It's no, dude, I get what you're saying. Right. Melanie was crazy too. Mm-hmm. I was an idiot too, right? I think you're being an idiot right now. Let me help you put it into perspective and we're going to change slowly over time. Read this book. Read this. Do this homework. Check in here. Check in here. Be accountable here. Okay? We do that for 60, 90, or 120 days. Guess what? It works. Mm -hmm. Uh Oh, news freaking flash. You go to the gym for 60, 90, or 120 days. You commit to it you will see changes, just like in your marriage, just like in yourself. That's why coaching is so important. That's why it's different from counseling because a counselor, which I've been one for 15 years, is like, oh, let's process that. Let's do this. Okay, talk to you next week. Did you do stuff? No, it was kind of, oh, okay, well, let's do it again. Coaching is not like that, people. That's why I enjoy it a lot better than counseling right now because, okay, what are you doing, bro? Right. Girl, what are you doing? Right? She'll tell you what you're doing. You're being stupid. (laughs) Or, or like hey, you're being awesome. I cannot believe it. This is so awesome that you saw this and you're making that change. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You are rad, mm. right? There's moments like that too.
0: I do want to say, as you've been speaking, I was thinking, I mean, I was also listening and feeling your vibes. Nice try. But I was thinking about this idea, kind of what Bill said uh, a little about the social aspect of this, mm-hmm. because we do not get emails from husbands or have clients that are men saying, I have these super high expectations of my wife. Like, I know some men have that, mm-hmm. but the majority is... Uh, women who are expecting a lot from men right right and feeling disappointed about it and the thing that i am thinking about as we're talking about that is that is a very social like women are um like the sort of uh social part of marriages a lot of times mm-hmm. they're the ones that are thinking i mean and it's just wired into us don't get mad at me I'm not weird about this stuff but it is wired into me to see seth come home from work and if he literally just like cracks the Coors Light and sits on the couch, I'm like, wait, what are you teach? It, it is so connected to right. everything in my mind. I'm like, mm-hmm. wait, you're teaching the kids that. You're also not helping with this. And so I am, I like, if I stare at you on the couch, imagine a list of things popping into my head, like he's so not doing it. So you're just doing, staring at me, I'm going. Yeah, you're going. I'm drinking like that. You're like scratching your nuts going. But what is happening is that don't, not yet. What's happening is that uh, a list of things is popping into my head of, wait, this A plus B equals C equals D equals E Mm. equals F. And so as women, we are wired, and sometimes men, Mm -hmm. we are wired... To see how it is connected to everything. And so that's when our expectations begin to kind of go, wait, if he did this, then we'd get to here. But if he does this, we'll get down here. Mm -hmm. So there's this almost like a calculation that's constantly going on in our brain. And part of it is literally just how we're wired. It's very communal, like, um, I don't know what the word is, but it, what? You're going to say something something weird? Really inappropriate. I don't say it. it. Says, could noticing the emotion associated with the expectation and centering, is that the word it says? And centering could help mm-hmm. me with the disappointment. I what? notice
1: when I start to treat my wife poorly, it's usually part of an emotion of unhappiness that's associated with something else. Right. When right. I can become the observer of the emotion, I can usually stop myself. Right. So yes. it's uh, you know, like Bill, you're the pro here uh, talking about spirit versus ego. Maybe that's a drifting into ego when we're like, oh. What right. is this? So it's the ability. We were talking about this last night. It's the ability to hold two opposing views. Yeah,
0: conflicting ideas. Uh,
1: conflicting ideas in the same space, right? To get
0: with the same Out, out of yourself. Like, yeah,
1: not like oh this is Yeah. uh, uh with, with with not with with uh well yeah, with the same weight. Um being able to step out of the situation and then there's all kinds of biology and physiol physio- physio- Physiology associ- associated with that. So it's the discipline of uh, identifying how you're feeling and the emotion, and then being able to step back right. for a minute and go, oh, okay, let me just look at let this. Let me tell
0: you a real life example of this. I know now, but this took me, f- how long have we been doing our show? Five I years. I should know
1: now oh, what I God. did know then. We can start this
0: the thing over again. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm saying that you would never be true. And I don't want to know how it ends. Oh, you still have my heart. <laughs> oh, yeah, you should not have said that. Anyway, so what I was saying was I have <laughs> noticed now after five years of doing our show. Mm-hmm. But this takes a crap ton of self-awareness and humility. Mm. Is that when I start to feel this, this is a feeling I get why isn't he doing this? Why didn't he do this? My van is broken. And doesn't Mm. he see? Mm. And look, the panel in the kitchen is falling in and the sink leaks and the faucet on the back is leaking and it's causing aquatic plants to grow in our yard. And doesn't he see? When I get the doesn't he see Mm. vibes, I now go, oh, anxiety. Hello. Mm -hmm. I don't need to put all of that on my husband because even if he fixes the sink, the panel in the kitchen, the whatever it is, I will f- if I- if my anxiety is my leader there. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's going to happen is another new list. Well, doesn't he see the dog's house is this, and how come right. he doesn't care about this? And so when it's now amazing, like Bill is saying, this amazing self awareness that the I am now actually use my own internal dialogue or monologue or whatever unologue, unitard as uh, my uh, trigger to go oh oh I'm wrong. I actually am not right here. I mm-hmm. need to assess what's going mm-hmm. on, deep breathing, change my thoughts, figure something That's, out. I, talk I to love Seth. that
1: because that is a canary in the coal mine. That's a precursor in therapy world. We call it an antecedent. Always, that is I the always thing. call it that. <laughs> that. That is the thing that comes before the thing. For me, around that, I this is what I do. She just gets up out of bed, doesn't even come over and like do anything. What, she can't, she doesn't kiss me goodnight? No one can hear you. She doesn't kiss me goodnight? Yes. She doesn't come over? What? She doesn't even look at me in the morning? We have to connect, don't we? Right? Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. She's thinking about a million other things. And okay, let's just put this in perspective. And mm-hmm. if you want that, go initiate it.
0: Right. 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 Yeah. Be like adults. That's just the oh, end geez. all of the whole conversation it's hard. is like, If something, I mean, expectations. Seth, are you cold? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why you're wearing that. I don't know. Same thing. I was. I was cold. Um, But yes, that is. I think, kind of like a bigger takeaway to this whole thing Mm -hmm. is if you are having. I mean, just the awareness. They talk about that awareness is curative. I want to find a different way of saying that. Mm -hmm. But like awareness is the sort of knowing is great. Knowing is great. Knowing is growing. Uh, but it's sort of that idea that when we can realize that we're doing a thing that's not healthy, mm-hmm. the next step is don't do it more. Right. The next step is have a conversation with your spouse. Figure out, is it, do we need like a North Star? Do we need the goals to mm-hmm. follow? Do we need, what? Do we, what is it that we need? And oftentimes, um, oh, I was going to say this. I totally forgot. Something super simple is look at the day in hours. Like I have... Uh, time sheets that I've made that is literally like the time I wake up to the time I go to bed, it's mm-hmm. written in hours and it's just like a Google calendar or right. whatever. How many hours are there in a day? How many of those hours are you resting? How many of those hours are you working? How many are you playing? How many are you moving? How many are you sleeping? And literally based your expectations off of that. Mm-hmm. What you laughing at?
1: The imaginary rainbow was golden. <laughs>
0: Good. I'm glad that you got it. <laughs> um, and so that, I think that that's a really helpful way to look at it is that if we and women I'm talking to ladies here
1: ladies your husband if you
0: so Seth would go to work for like eight hours and talk to clients all day long who are like in crisis like crisis like real crisis and then I come home and go why isn't my van fixed right and he's like why am i home <laughs> right? right and so we have I'll to. i'll take the
1: van i'll get i'll go to the shop in california <laughs>
0: yeah, right Sorry. i'll take I it back to, to the manufacturer the, the only
1: place i had to fix it was here <laughs> yeah california done in la
0: so uh i want you to think about like if you aren't assessing and actually looking at the hours mm-hmm. men need to rejuvenate men need to sit and think quietly and rest or not think about anything they also need to play on the floor with their kids they all i mean it's so annoying to listen to women do this over and over and over again only because i used to do it so much to seth mm-hmm. i have been there i understand what you're thinking and how you're feeling but it is a double-edged sword mm-hmm. and it will never get you where you want to be mm-hmm. the more you push your spouse husband or wife doesn't matter mm-hmm. the more you push them for your agenda, the farther away they will go, Ooh, and they girl. will eventually turn around and cut the thing that connected them to you and be like, Peace, I'm out. Right. And so uh, that's the thing I think with the high expectations, mm-hmm. it's not something you can maintain. Mm-hmm. So,
1: and th- okay, so I'm gonna get on the dudes for a minute. So if you're treating your lady like that, like what? <laughs> Hey, what are you doing? This is my agenda. This is how it has to be. Right? Blah, blah, blah. That's not going to work. Actually, how's that working for you? How's your marriage? <laughs> how's your communication? How's your sex life? Right? It cannot be good. It cannot be good. And you expecting it to be good while you're doing the same, about cost, same stuff, <laughs> it's not going to work. Right. You understand what I'm saying? And I was going to say something else. Um, men, we white knuckle it. We're independent. And again... This is statistics, so don't come at me sideways. Well, I met a guy who was, <laughs> like, okay, great, right? Uh, th- um, this is what we do, right? And we bring that into our marriage, mm-hmm. and uh, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. So get over your crap, get over yourself, right? and come together with your wife, right? Uh, it- it- it's amazing that the times that I've invited Melanie in, she's like, oh, you need me. Right you you need me and it's mm-hmm. not like she's over here like dying for attention or Dang anything it. like that. I have that. to
0: say this too is we okay, we i uh, clients and people who write in there's and I'm going to get biblical here but just can it pork and beans. Um so <laughs> in the Bible it says that women are helpers. Right. The translation of the word helper is lifesaver. Mm-hmm. So basically women are wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Get over feeling like helper is a bad term. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, women are lifesavers. That is really cool, strawberry flavor. But uh, what I love about it is that I can actually help my husband to be mm-hmm. the best version of himself that he is proud of, mm-hmm. but not through nagging. Right. Not through telling him he sucks at it. Um, the book, Not a Partnership, has this great line that says, no one is ever brought to greatness through criticism. hmm So ladies, if you are complaining all the time about what your husband doesn't do, or if he folds the laundry and you complain about it, you are not helping him. Mm -hmm. You are not going to ever get that amazingness out of him that you saw when you were dating. Mm -hmm. Okay? Um, And and I I think it's important to kind of just really talk about this from a practical space of women think that they can... um, like strong arm men into being mm-hmm. the the greatest version of themselves. Right. And men, but then w- your wife. Mm. No, hold on. Mm. Your wife wants you to be the amazing thing that they saw in you when you first started dating. There is no wife that I talk to who's like, I want my husband to be different. No. They say, I want my husband to go back to how amazing he used to be. Right. When it seemed like he cared.
1: Somebody's preaching.
0: That's all that women want, and men want to feel good about the work that they do. Mm-hmm. If I come, if you come home and you scrub a toilet, but you've missed, you know, ninety-five of the peas, it's okay. He's There's still ninety-five pea drops on the thing.
1: I really missed it. <laughs> he didn't did. I? So this goes back. Uh, I'm going to read Bill's comment here in a minute. But this goes back to an amazing book, which is is Christian based, but the ideas of it really just blew me away. And it ta- it's called Wild at Heart by John Eldridge. I right? read it first. You did read it first, and he uh, again, some of the stuff is whatever, but the the crux of it is is like men need we're just hardwired this way. We need something to do to fix to accomplish.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: I feel, and you need to feel, I feel good about accomplished. It. Yeah, right. and I need to feel good about it. It's like somebody said a long time ago. It's like a truck, right? Right, a truck drives, performs, handles better with, with the a load, load yeah. on it, right? Sometimes guys are like that. If I have, oh my god, If gosh, you have no mission or vision. If I'm or... bored and just kind of like listless or whatever, right, yeah. it's just so unsatisfying and right. boring. And
0: you will go to all your vices. If you, yeah. if you don't have a load, like if you don't have something to do, a mission, you will look at porn, so, you'll eat sweets all day right. long.
1: Right, nature, there, there are no vacuums in nature. Yeah. I'm not talking about a Dyson in the cedar forest down there, right? <laughs> it's If something is if something needs something, nature fills it. Right. Understand? Mm-hmm. Like it, when a tree falls, the, the crater that the tree left, guess right. what? Zoop. Birds, yeah, everything, nests, yeah. weeds, foliage. It fills the hole, right? Mm-hmm. And then guess what? Other trees will grow, right. right? So if there's a vacuum and like, oh my gosh, this is so boring, then I'm going to take up something that is... Just dumb. Right. A waste of time. You're going to
0: fill that space with something else. You're going to fill it,
1: right? And that's why affairs happen. If if there's a vacuum here, oh, well, guess what? That lady Mm -hmm. at work was super nice and she smiles at me. Right. What does this lady do when I come home?
0: You didn't clean all the peas. She ain't
1: smiling, right? Right. So you you create a vacuum that gets filled. Filled, yeah. Right? So sometimes I, I...
0: that's a really cool way to say it.
1: Yeah, there are no vacuums in nature. It's just okay if there's space, and it's like the the idle an not mind is the devil's workshop. Right. You know? That's a vacuum. Yeah. If the kids are just surfing YouTube all day, right? They're going to find something different and something different and something different, and that, then
0: yeah,
1: woof, you know, right? It's like so we took we took electronics. This is a long show, by the way. Th- we took electronics away from the kids last week mm-hmm. for a whole week. Yeah. What happened?
0: They were, were nice. <laughs> we're
1: playing family Uno. Right. <laughs> They're drawing. Right. They're doing stuff outside. They're playing hide at seek at night with their cousins. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. They're watching shows with us. Right. And Mariner even said something amazing. It's like, hey, the less I play video games, the more like we the do happier stuff I am. Yeah. yeah and like, the
0: more we oh, hang out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And
1: like we have been neglecting that, so. Yeah, yeah. There's it. There, there are no vacuums in right. nature. So, Bill says, most eye-opening words my wife spoke to me recently, where I uh, was uh, was uh, uh, I love to know you need my help sometimes. Yes, transformative. Mm. Yeah, right? and that's How is, good does it feel to be right. needed? Yeah, yeah. If you go to a job and your boss doesn't need you to do anything, you just show up and be like, I don't know. Right. This is kind of pointless. It serves some function, but it mm. just sucks. Yeah, right?
0: and we get. I mean, I just want to think of that. Um, I don't know. There's so much more. I like want to say so much more about it, but Mm -hmm. I think it's something that is really important. I'm glad that we had this conversation that, and I love that idea of like, if there is no, there are no there are no vacuums in nature and Mm -hmm. something will take up that space. Mm -hmm. And I think it takes a lot of courage and strength, especially for men to admit or say, Oh, I kind of don't think I've been doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. I think maybe I should be more attentive to Mm -hmm. my wife. And that takes an enormous amount of courage and no man will feel good if mm-hmm. a wife goes, Yeah, I told you Yeah. See? And the and
1: the pattern, so men don't say stuff like that because their yep. wife will only rip them a new one. Right. And you're right. like. So what does that this? require? That right.
0: requires women, ease up. Like we are Wonder Woman. No joke. We don't can-
1: enable, don't allow, right. but ease up the yeah. response. Do you know how much mental arithmetic and algorithm it takes for a dude to come to that point right, right? On, and, I I, and say, i'm also the women too
0: i got, I'm got a good analogy here right. so uh we are wonder woman we literally can do it all like legit can do it all women can do everything and we are phenomenal at like multitasking and taking care of ourselves and others and blah 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 blah, blah. but it's like this if you are watching wonder woman and who's the other guy like who are other people in wonder woman Wonder Man, Wonder Man, <laughs> uh, Superman. Okay. Uh, but let's say they're in the same movie. I don't know. Are they in the same world, like DC, Marvel? But if it's like if Wonder Man was there and Wonder Woman literally Wonder is pants. like like there's some <laughs> Wonder Pants. Okay, girl,
1: I gotta go. Listen, I'm so so, so
0: let's say. Something bad happens, and then the, the superheroes are coming in to fix it. And Wonder Man goes to step up, as <laughs> it's Superman. Uh, and Wonder Woman is like, No, I've got this, stop. And she pushes him away. Right. And she pushes him away. And she pushes him away. Guess who's going to get overweight and sit and drink beer instead of help out Wonder Woman? Superman is not going to care. Right. He's not going to care because he knows he's not needed. Because Wonder Woman keeps freaking telling him. Yeah. It's like Thor. he loses his hammer
1: and he gets fat and he's drinking all the time. Yeah. It's like Thor.
0: He loses his like his mojo mojo is gone. Right. And he doesn't want to do anything. Right. It's that same energy. And that's expectations are like a a misplaced energy. They're just an energy that's going somewhere else Mm -hmm. and we've got to figure out what the energy is. Don't tell me to wrap it up. I
1: have to go. I
0: know. Anyway, we love you guys. Thank you for hanging out for this conversation. This has been awesome. Mm -hmm.
1: One more thing. You guys go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy marriage if you need counseling and more importantly, if you're beyond counseling, email us. more importantly. Well, whatever. Email us at coaching at com. It's November. We have not many spots open so get in where you fit in
0: get in before the first of January you guys you want to hit 2021 like a rock star get in now that's right don't wait till January get in now that is true
1: so email us at at com. we love you guys we'll catch you Thursday adios bye adios